This is Katie and Kate Carbondale. You're listening to Geek Speak. I'm your host, Matt McRae from Roaring Fork Help Desk, in studio with Louie the Computer Guy. How's it going, Matt? Going well. Good. A little later than usual, but yes. we're going to get out of here at the same time, so uh, call often, call soon, uh, 970-963-2976. I've uh, got plenty of uh, technology horsepower in the studio today, and uh, I guess we'll start with the... Uh, Internet outage that started uh, at 27th Street this morning. Uh, I think probably everyone in the valley here pretty much noticed, unless you're uh, not on f- on some of the fiber backhauls, <laughs> uh, that a uh, an excavator has uh, had damaged the uh, the fiber there at the uh, underpass project at 27th Street. Yeah, I mean, I I'm just glad I'm not that guy. That's all I got to say. <laughs> because, man, you know, you know, both both Matt and my phone blew up this morning. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, had we gone to every single location that, you know, everybody that called us and texted us and said, my Internet's down. Right. Yeah. It would have been a really good day. We would have made some bucks. Today. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it's... Um, you know, it just comes back to haunt you or it comes back to to make you realize just how much we depend on the Internet. Well, on the other side is you have, you know, fire safety is online now. Uh, phones are online. Cell phone is backhauled through fiber. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that is, you know, that's all the communications in the Valley with the exception of a, you know, a very few, uh, you know, direct systems that are in yep. place still and, and those are you know being phased out in favor of internet connectivity as yep. well i had a cell phone call drop it was just it was like deja vu or it's like a nostalgic feeling i was like had just gone past mcdonald's and glenwood headed towards aspen and and the call dropped shortly after that and it's like, I, uh, and they used to know uh, they used to always drop right there and now they don't drop anymore, and today it dropped. And I'm like, wait, wait, what's going on here? And then I got up to Cattle Creek, and I redialed and uh, talked for about a minute, and it dropped again. So um, anyway, it just goes to show you um, how that Internet backbone that um, Comcast provides powers a lot of different things. Yep. It really does. Yep, so, some, of, some of the Verizon cell towers. It's, it's, it's interesting when you look at it, you get – there's different uh, parts of the valley are affected by, and I think there's, there seems like there's only like two fiber lines going up the valley. And, you know, so if one gets damaged, you know, one half of the services go out and if the other one gets damaged, the other half of the services go out. Yeah. You know, I think they just need to get some sort of a, a symbiotic agreement that, you know, they'll just, you know, the, we can each put a device on and if our backbone goes down, it'll switch over. You know, my perception is that there's more than enough bandwidth, um, you know, that if, if if it did switch, you know, that that one or the other could handle the traffic. It, it may slow things down a little bit, but that, I mean, so it just seems like they could, they yeah, could, I wonder, I wonder, they could get along. See, I, I wonder yeah. how fast that link is. Uh-huh. You know, is it because fiber doesn't really care. You just put different, you know, put different ends on the end of the fiber. And, you know, you have a, a 10 gig connection or a 100 gig connection or a mm-hmm. 400 gig connection. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, then, then you go into the, like, transatlantic stuff and they're terabits per second. Yeah. So it's just, it, it'd be interesting to see how much, you know, what percentage 
of the physical available bandwidth is in use you know mm-hmm. you know what's the 95th percentile for that for yeah. the, for the valley how much data is everyone using yeah exactly so uh anyway uh if you have a tech question this is the condensed version of geek speak by the way we uh our previous programming ran over just a little bit which is fine cuz Will Evans has a fantastic show and a really good message to deliver um anyway uh if you want to give us a call 970-963-2976 and um, if you want to weigh in on um, excavators cutting fiber, uh, if you um, need your printer cable jiggled, we can do that remotely. Yes. <laughs> we could tell you how to do it remotely. So, um, so let's see. Uh, so, well, this morning was the uh, uh, Apple Worldwide Developers Conference. Ah. So there's a bunch of announcements, a new uh, you know, fe- new feature set for the new version of iOS or uh, macOS Sonoma. So there looks like widgets are going to be the big thing in mm-hmm. there, um, and then iOS 17 preview. So Sonoma is the new one, huh? Yes, that'll be that'll be replaces the current one. You just just watch. You know, it'll be. 30 years from now, it'll be Barstow or something. You know, <laughs> right. They'll be down to the really not-so-glamorous parts of of, um, of California. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so, yeah, yeah, I was really bummed because, uh, you know, when they when they went to, um, uh, what was it, uh, uh, what's the, Catalina. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, Avalon's going to be next. I just know it because, you know, Avalon is like the capital of Catalina Island. I don't know if you knew that or not. No. But, yeah. And uh, and as a lot of people know, my wife and I used to own a restaurant called the Avalon Cafe. And I was like, that would be so cool. <laughs> it's like I'm working on Avalon again. But, uh, and, you know, mark my words, maybe it'll come. It may, yeah, it might. Yeah, we'll see. So anyway, so uh, what are the highlights from the Apple Developers Conference? Uh, uh, so it looks like a new MacBook Air. Okay. That's uh, your new MacBook. Basically, they're kind of doing a product update for the M2 processor, so the second iteration of their uh, ARM processor, you know, in-house silicon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I think the Air, the the MacBook Pro, the Mac, uh, the Mac Studio, and then they have the new Mac Pro that – uh, starts at seven thousand dollars. That mm-hmm. uh, has the instead of having Intel chips in it, it has the Mac or the M2 Ultra, I think, in it. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, looks like some sort of augmented reality headset. Okay. So we'll have to. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, they were busy. So it'll be interesting to see how all those play out. So um, many years ago, in the late '60s, my family moved to Denver and bought a house. Do you know how much the house was? Uh, let's see here, sixties. Let's go with fifteen fifteen thousand. Seven thousand dollars. Wow. Same price as this new man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's enough to Yes, no, no don't go your, that's enough to bend your mind. So yeah, don't go and look at it now and see what it's you know, the mm-hmm. eight hundred thousand or whatever it is now. Yeah. Looks like Elon has run off his uh, second head of trust and safety. Did you see that story? No. It's like, yeah, yeah. For for Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Since uh, he was, um, what is it? Uh, this is the second one since November, I guess. Um, so it's not, not, not making me feel like it's a very uh, beneficent workplace. So 
Um, let's see. That is one of the stories today. Um, As always, you're listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. Call in with your questions, 970-963-2976. Yeah. And um, let's see. So there uh, are story or uh, uh, accusations floating around that um, uh, <laughs> U.S. Air Force denies that an artificial intelligence drone attacked the operator. <laughs> see, oh. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe thirty years from now, artificial intelligence will be doing this this stuff. But you know, I mean, like the the presence of artificial intelligence and. The Hangover from um, the Foundation series by Isaac Asimov <laughs> have have kind of seemed to have crossed paths. Well, I, I saw something that was yeah. like there's a virtualized test of AI in uh-huh. an environment, and, and then the, the AI ended up in t- attacking the the operator uh-huh. or something like that in, in within the virtual environment. Yeah, I don't you know, maybe I'm Pollyanna, but I guys. AI is just, it's not there yet. Uh, it's its nowhere close to being there. Um, you know, I don't think, what do you think, Matt? No, we're going to have to, it's going to have to bridge the gap between a, a narrow, what is it called? So a general intelligence and a narrow intelligence. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, like chat GPT, which we talked, we've been talking about all the time, mm-hmm. is, a nar- is a narrow intelligence. It's, it, it can write, it can generate text you know, and that's what it's good at. It's a nar- uh-huh. it's very narrowly focused on generating English text. Yeah, because I heard it. I heard Chat GPT d- described by um, a person who was I don't know what you would call him exactly. I don't know. You know, they were kind of like a pundit for that whole um, you know market or that seg- that fragment of the tech market. They described it as a language tool, um, which I you know found very interesting. Uh, you know because. I mean, technically, they're right. I, I was say, I've I've used a a you know uh, what is it uh, Grammarly Go mm-hmm. to generate paragraphs for me. Yeah, or to and I use it to generate like I did a a large uh, almost two hundred gig uh, tar file and I broke it into one one gig files. Okay, so there's one hundred and seventy one of them one gig files because I wanted to make sure I could you know finagle them the way I wanted to, but the directions to to take that apart there to put it back into the original file uh-huh. uh was written with with that i just said uh-huh. i needed i need directions for uh you know uh unpacking a multi-part tar file mm-hmm. and it's like here here's the six steps done wow that is so that is re- impressive. read it double checked it yeah threw it on a file and called mm-hmm. it good yeah so to me my my perception is or my belief is that uh, AI is not going to really become it, it, the. It won't become dangerous until, until slash if somebody starts building in self-preservational code into it. Um, I mean, that's that'll be the turning. You know, that, that's that's where it's the only, reptile it brain could possibly become dangerous. You know, and I think, in my opinion, I think that there needs to be laws there should be laws about that you know but then of course as soon as you as soon as you make a law then some lawbreaker is going to go well i gotta break that one you know and um so anyway um but that's the piece that a lot of people don't realize is missing from the current artificial intelligence that it is it's not 
it doesn't have that the preservational instinct, you know. Um, I don't think, you know, unless you know something. I, don't I haven't heard anything yeah. to the contrary of that. So. Yeah. so, and I would agree that that is a a very in, you know if you go back to, and I I'm a little rusty on Asimov, but uh, you know you go back to what Asimov you know the the futurist thought of this, uh-huh. you know what almost was that you know seventy five hundred years ago, uh, we really have to you know consider with that self preservation once we start talking about generating an, an, an intelligence that has uh art that is has self-preservation and will do whatever is necessary uh to pres- preserve its uh consciousness or whatever you know what i don't know the word mm-hmm. you know english doesn't have the syntax for this really yeah um but you have to think about how you know a human is going to spend they will use whatever force is necessary to preserve their their life, mm-hmm. and so I wouldn't. I I think as a general intelligence, I th- I'm going to guess that uh, as we move from these narrow intelligences that do you know one thing very well, like writing or dropping bombs or something, uh-huh. uh, to something that is self preservation fundamentally a part of a general intelligence Mm -hmm. or is it or can you separate that from a general intelligence i think that i'm going to throw it out there that i i believe that self-preservation is a characteristic of sentience you know um i guess we should look up the definition of sentient i've never really googled that but um (laughs) so you were talking about an artificial intelligence that does basically it's its job is to drop bombs (laughs) and so i'm sitting here i'm looking at the the three rules three laws of robotics and that's a direct (laughs) violation of rule number one right Um, but what's the movie with the uh with the uh sentient the semi-sentient warhead that decides not to detonate detonate itself what there's that. Oh, I don't. I've never heard of that. Okay, I'll, see, I'll yeah. see if I can find it. But okay, I just there's a a dialogue there. You know, it's kind of uh-huh. like it's in the space of a, you know 2001: A Space Odyssey okay. kind of headspace. But it's, it's basically like Hal with the conscience. Is that what it's, you're saying? It's Hal that's a bomb with a conscience. Yes. Okay. Because they're All trying right. to. I I don't remember exactly the. Uh-huh. But basically, you know, this is bomb that can destroy a planet. Right. And it's like having a discussion with with the person that needs to t- instruct it to go down to mm-hmm. the planet and destroy the the planet and thus destroying itself and its consciousness. Mm-hmm. Got it. So I'll have to see if I can find that. I just I can't remember the scene, but it was a, yeah. kind of an odd. Got it. An odd idea. That's funny. You know what you made me think of is that scene in uh, in the IT crowd where um, you you watch have you watched all the IT crowd? Episodes? No, I just, yeah. just the meme part. There, there's this one scene where the the two nerds are walking down the street and they come around the corner. Oh, looks like we got a call here. You're on with the geeks. Hi guys, Craig from Rifle. I was hoping it would be you. <laughs> so so if you if you look at Star Trek: The Next Generation and you look at Data, they did a show called The Measure. Of a man, fantastic! One of my favorites. Which had, yes, and they won an Emmy for that. But okay. it has to do with sentience. In how do you tell if 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 is data? What? How do you classify him? And when number one goes and pulls the plug on the back, and he goes down, then is AI a threat if we have control over the power source? 
I'm just wondering yeah, but, when when do you choose to unplug? <laughs> My question is, is, at what point did, can you not unplug? Because you know, well, not, um, who, who, if you if you put batteries in them and no off switch, and, but and then how do they replicate themselves unless we well, allow that? Well, but that's the funny thing about cloud computing is you have a distributed. You don't necessarily have a you know this single thing that you can destroy. You'd have to turn off, you know, maybe thirty or forty percent of the internet to do that. Maybe more, which, which I mean, wouldn't be a bad idea. It's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> well, in in Glenwood Springs, it happened in spades today. You know, so <laughs> just one excavator is all it took. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Turn it so all off. I just I just thought so. I'd, I'd contribute since yeah, thank no one you. called in again this week. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> you know, people are driving during this period of time, and uh, I have I do not begrudge them. You know, for um, not talking and driving. To geek well, I'm speak, sitting on my you know, patio so. drinking tea and Captain Morgan's. Got it. And is the weather nice and rifle today? Let's just do a little Lovely. eyewitness weather report here. Uh, eyewitness, uh, partly cloudy. Okay. Uh, temperatures in the mid-70s. Uh, slight breeze from the north-northwest, uh, approximately uh, 12 miles per hour. Okay. And uh, uh, low 40s tonight and 70s the rest of the week. Got it. Any there idea? Any idea what the specials are at the Thai restaurant downtown today? Uh, they're closed on Monday. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well, thank yeah, you so they much. They are closed on Monday. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling, Craig. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. Still have a few more minutes. 970-963-2976. The definition of sentient, able to per- perceive or feel things. So I guess it doesn't really have to do with self-awareness. I always thought self-awareness was pretty important well, it's like, part of it. Well, it's so. like part of it's the uh, the mirror test. Mm-hmm. So some animals, if you put a mirror, like if you put a mirror out in the woods, and an animal sees itself in the mirror, mm-hmm. it'll consider itself a threat and attack okay. the mirror because it doesn't know that it, it doesn't have the yeah. the pathways to go. Oh, that's me. Yeah. And there's exceedingly few animals that mm-hmm. have that. Yeah. Uh, that circuitry. Mm-hmm. Got it. So, well, I don't know. I'm just going to put it out there that a lot of human beings don't need a mirror to perform self-destructive behavior. That's true. But, <laughs> but they will recognize themselves in a mirror. <laughs> they, At least hopefully. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> it might take them a minute. Wow, look what I did myself. Oh, the morning after, right? So, um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, it, until they become self-aware... Um, I don't think, and, and I feel very strongly that that should be one of the rules. Um, so, let's see. Sorry, I'm trying to find the, the self-aware bomb. That's okay. Movie. Um, we've got just a minute or two, and uh, if anybody uh, has any calls, you can give us a quick call. We're, we're up for a quick question here. 970-963-2976. And, um... Let's see what else is in the hot world of breaking news here. You know, I just uh, to kind of tip my our listeners off, I have found that the BBC Tech News is is one of my go-tos. It's one of my favorite um uh locations for tech stuff. And um uh so let's see. Uh Linda Yaccarino replaced Elon Musk as the Twitter boss. 
and that's dated six uh, six hours ago. So, um, I think that's good. I think Elon Musk should go back to doing whatever he was doing before. Let's, <laughs> so, yes, let's get the let's focus on getting the uh, Starship to Mars. Yeah, that, there you go. I, that, Put all your energy into that. As a matter of fact, when it when it's ready, go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But I I, don't, I think that's very important that we pursue that uh, fervently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so uh, I, that's going to be an interesting ride, um, you know, to to have Elon Musk micromanaging you, um, because I have no reason to believe that he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that just seems like something that would be yeah. in his wheelhouse, and. Um, yeah, let's see what else we got here today. So, you ever spend any time on uh, slash dot dot org? Uh, you know, I used to be a slash dot, you know, monkey, but I haven't been there for a long time. Yeah, I, was say, I think they've been kind of that's been kind of what's been happening is people kind of been going to other sources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, is it uh, is it a, a news source for you? Do you use slash dot a lot? You know, I I hit it a couple times a week and just see what other geeks are are into. Mm-hmm. So, Got it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've kind of moved the same direction as everyone else, where I go get my tech news other places. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. largely, but still, they they usually have a pretty well. Uh, uh, yeah, they usually have a pretty well, pretty good list of of mm-hmm. uh, articles and some good discussion there as well. Yep. So it looks like. Uh, um, so, do you know what Neuralink is? Are you familiar with Neuralink? I know it killed a bunch of rats. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, shouldn't inhale it. <laughs> oh, uh, now that is uh, Elon Musk's uh, brain chip. Yes, um, project. So, yeah, I haven't looked at it very closely, but uh-huh. that's neural Neuralink seems like a very interesting mm-hmm. way to interface with the with everyone else. So, if if such a thing came out, Matt, would you get it? I would do a lot of research first, mm-hmm. but it would definitely be uh, very well considered. I probably wouldn't get the first version yeah. unless there's an easy upgrade path. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm going to go for the beta. <laughs> uh, what could go wrong, right? Right. You what know? could go wrong? So, yeah. Uh, well, you know, that's an interesting question. I'd like all of our listeners to think about that and be ready to call in yeah. in a couple of weeks you and wanna let us know. Connect you your know. brain to the internet. Yeah, exactly. It's... Uh, I mean, if I could hear Bluetooth music without a speaker, I mean, that would be awesome, right? Right. You know? But, I mean, it plugs straight into your audio centers, you know? Could you imagine how high fidelity that would be? Yeah. Right. No, you don't have, you know, the 30 years of uh, hearing damage from... Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So, well, I'm thinking we should be transitioning to some other programming I, here pretty quickly. Yep. I have it on cue in my left ear. Yeah, okay. They're finishing up right now. All right. So, <laughs> so just... Yes, and because because we're running a little bit late. Well, no, actually, we could have quit early, but anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. That's right. We'll go ahead and yeah. call it a day. Well, anyway, thank you for listening to Geek Speak. We'll be back in a couple weeks 